The number being tossed around is that one in five healthcare workers have quit since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. With increasing demands on the system by patients from an aging population in addition to the pandemic, having fewer healthcare workers puts more strain on the ones left, which compounds burnout and job dissatisfaction even more. The reason cited for this massive exodus of healthcare workers is burnout. What is causing the burnout? How did we get here? Why are our healthcare workers leaving? What needs to change in order to attract people back to this profession? Hello again. My name is Felix Becker and I am the Broke Surgeon. This project is my attempt to fix what is broken with our current system of healthcare delivery. I want to dive deep into why providers, nurses, and patients are frustrated by the current state of affairs, how money seems to go anywhere but helping patients heal, and ultimately, design a system which actually improves the health of everyone involved. Burnout. I'm suffering from burnout too. Burnout from all the regulatory demands and paperwork which add nothing to patient care. I spent more time every day putting data into a computer system than I spent with patients at the bedside. But I wasn't trained on any of it. What, I was never trained on how to bill for what I do, what CPT code to use, what modifiers to append. Nor was I trained on categorizing diagnoses by ICD-10 codes. I was never trained on dehumanizing patients by placing them into numbered categories. What I was trained on was good bedside manner, listening to patients, diagnosing problems and finding solutions. I was trained on good surgical technique. I was trained on how to be efficient in the operating room to limit my patient's time under anesthesia. I was trained on putting my patients first treating patients as people. This disconnect between what I want my role as a physician to be and what it actually is, is what is causing burnout. But that is my experience. Burnout is different for everyone and your reason may be something very different than mine. Although in speaking with other healthcare professionals, it is clear to me that none of us, none of us went into medicine to do data entry, which seems to be all that we do these days. Most of it is redundant, not directly applicable to bedside patient care and onerous at best. We do this because we have been told that we are doing it in the interest of patient safety. But that is a false guise. Most of the data that we enter into our electronic charts is because some lawyer wants to close a loophole on a potential lawsuit some lawyer who is not present in the room with us. Not the patients, nor the nurses, nor physicians have any interest in this additional paperwork. For example, the other day I was taking a patient to the operating room for a thorough washout of a leg wound. The wound is quite large and quite obvious. Even though I was required to mark the leg I was going to operate on, as if it wasn't obvious, the patient would not have been able to go to the operating room without me placing my initials with a skin marker next to this large, very obvious wound. 
the pre-op nurse was required to document that I, indeed, placed that mark. I can't think of anything more stupid to do than this. Time wasted in the computer for the nurse and a skin marker wasted on marking a leg which was already marked by a wound. In essence, what I was doing was marking a wound which was marking the leg that was going to be operated on. Now, does wrong side surgery happen? Yes, but it is much more likely to happen, for example, in an elective knee replacement where both knees look the same. It is much more likely to happen when the surgeon doesn't actually know the patient uh, because they were seen by a extender, physician assistant or nurse practitioner, instead of the surgeon for most of their pre-op visits. And wrong side surgery still happens even when the site is marked because, I mean, we could simply mark the wrong site. Does site marking help? A little. But it is not the panacea we're making it out to be. And this is just one example. All I'm asking is that we need to be reasonable about how we approach medical care. Putting everything into rigid protocols does not work in a field like healthcare because we are dealing with people. People are all unique and different. The patients, the nurses, the doctors, etc. By creating these rigid protocols, even with good intentions in mind, we are preventing our bedside providers from thinking. Now, we are taught to think. That's what we do. That's how we help our patients. And we need active thinkers to find solutions which do not fit neatly into a box. We do not need to dumb down our medical care and rely on forms to fill out. Now, it is much cleaner for systems to have everything protocolized because then it is easy to see when something or someone is out of line. Protocolizing and standardizing helps drive down costs. Driving down costs means you get to keep more of the reimbursements coming in, which leads to higher profits. Ding, ding, ding. But protocolizing everything and standardizing everything also means that you don't need me anymore. My professional opinion is no longer required because a monkey could be trained to follow a flowchart. And this dumbing down of medicine leads me to the final reason for our recent increases in burnout and professionals leaving healthcare. How we're turning healthcare into a fast food industry. Patients can come and choose what treatment they want or don't want. Now, I do want my patients involved in their care, but I want them to make informed decisions based on the discussion with me and my professional opinion. I do not want them to come to me with preconceived ideas about what is best for them based on something they read on social media. And more and more, that is exactly what is happening. 14 minutes on social media is somehow more informative than my 14 years in training to become a surgeon. This COVID pandemic has clearly shown us that we have lost our credibility as a profession. Patients are demanding treatments which have been proven to be ineffective. They do not listen to reason and evidence-based treatments. We are clearly still evolving how we are treating COVID because all of us are still learning about this disease. And with that in mind, 
It makes sense that our treatment protocols will change as we try new things and adapt to our results. Unfortunately, this disease has become a political nightmare instead of a healthcare problem. Politicians are using it for their own platforms. Celebrities are using it to tout their products, and the news media is able to pull in viewers and increase their ad revenue. No one seems to be listening to the one group of people who have studied the human body and have made it their mission to improve everybody's health, us healthcare professionals. Can it be any surprise that we are leaving this profession if after spending years in training and putting others before our own needs, we're not being taken seriously? What do you think? What is causing healthcare workers to leave? What is causing burnout? Is burnout even as bad as we make it out to be? And what can we do to improve healthcare as a profession for physicians and nurses? Email me at felix at brokesurgeon.com. Get in touch and let's start figuring this out together. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Please remember that this project is not just about me and my frustrations. A broken healthcare system affects all of us. So I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts, comments, suggestions, ideas, and most importantly, your personal experiences. Whether you are a physician, a nurse, a patient, an administrator, investor, insurance agent, politician, if you had had contact with the healthcare system we currently have, I want to hear your story. Let's sit down and chat and talk about our current system and what we can do to change it for the better. Until then, Ciao.